Hey guys, this is Francis, and welcome to As You Wish, where we explore one line from one verse of the book, Vashishta's Yoga. It's going to be an exciting ride. Here we go. So I'm calling this one Wealth Deludes. There's so much in this little section here. It's part one, chapter 13 and 14. It's talking about wealth, but it's also talking about clinging to life. But I'm going to focus just on this little first part. And just to catch up with the story progression. So at this point, Rama is talking to his father and the sages, and he's letting them know why he is so unhappy. He's sort of losing heart. He's wondering if happiness is possible in this lifetime. So in this section, he's talking about a few other reasons he is disheartened. So he's talking about wealth. He's talking about clinging to life. Let me read you the quote that I've chosen. Here it is. To the lotus of right action, wealth is the night. To the white lotus of sorrow, it is the moonlight. To the lamp of clear insight, it is the wind. To the wave of enmity, it is the flood. To the cloud of confusion, it is the favorable wind. And it continues on from there for for quite a while. But basically, Rama is just talking about how wealth is just not helpful in the process. And again, he he goes on to talk about the fleeting nature of life as well. So this one had me looking up different information about people's relationships to money and how people relate to it. The book says that uh, good, compassionate, and friendly people have their hearts hardened by the passionate pursuit of wealth. But my take on it was a little bit... I guess I'm trying to be positive. I don't know. I was looking for, you know, what are the tools that we can use to keep ourselves healthy and happy as much as we can, even though we have to make a living and deal with, you know, our day-to-day things. And uh, if we have a lot of wealth, I suppose that's an issue as well. But the three points I sort of took away from this are, number one, look out, be aware. And number two, find help with what you're dealing with. And number three, hold on, just hang in there. Let me elaborate a little bit. So when I say look out, what I thought of was this idea that like when people sort of start to accumulate wealth, there is this kind of thing that happens where they they sort of have to keep raising the bar a little bit, get a bigger house, a bigger car and so on. But the happiness is not there. So I found this uh, definition of what is called Parkinson's law. So this was coined by an English writer, C. Northcote Parkinson. And basically what he said many years ago, he coined this term. He said, no matter how much money people earn, they tend to spend the entire amount and a little more besides. That's what he found. Um, Some other terms for this same phenomenon are lifestyle inflation or lifestyle creep. Those were some terms that I found. And basically this idea that, that we keep building, but then we still feel like we never have enough. So then the next point, find help. So I thought about the practical moments with regard to finding a way to have a healthy relationship with money as best as possible. And I have been a big fan of Dave Ramsey. I've done his course, Financial Peace University, FPU. And he has this simple template that's kind of easy to follow. And I think it's kind of kind of good practical advice like your grandma might give you. And Within it is what he calls the baby steps. So I'll just list out the baby steps. So when I say find help, you know, to make peace with your financial situation, whatever it is. And maybe one of these kind of bullet points might speak to you more than another based on where you are in your process. So basically he has what's called the baby steps. And I'll just list them out 
to you. There are seven. Number one, save $1,000. Number two, pay off all of your debt except for your house. Number three, save three to six months of your expenses in an emergency fund. Number four, invest 15% of your household income in retirement. Number five, save for the kids' college. Number six, pay off your home early. And number seven, build wealth and give. So that's just kind of a quick lowdown of the seven baby steps. And it's kind of a template you can follow if you want to try to keep things simple. Just do those simple steps. Along the lines of just sort of being content with where we are and whatever situation we're in, you know, as I was reading those baby steps, I was thinking, well, depending on where you are in your process, saving $1,000 might be a huge deal. You might not have that. Or if you're further along in the path, maybe you're doing well financially, but maybe you haven't paid off your house yet. And for some reason, you feel like you want to hold on to that last payment. One of the things that you hear often on the Dave Ramsey show is when people have paid off their house, they take off their shoes and walk around in the yard and the grass and it just feels different when they have that deed so you know depending again where you are you might feel differently about these different steps and along the lines of the last one as well build wealth and give so there's this thing about generosity that has you feel better about being a good contribution in the world there you gain something from when you give so um I wanted to add in, you know, I'm a big fan of Pema Chodron. And this morning in yoga class, we read this quote, and I I thought maybe it might apply a little bit too. This quote is from the Pocket Pema Chodron. And it's number 12. It's called Move Toward Difficulty. So as we're working through these different things, we can not avoid things. We can just kind of move through and toward difficulty. There's a quick quote from Winston Churchill that says, if you're in the middle of hell, keep going, right? Move through it, right? So here Pema is talking about moving toward difficulty. And she says, we are told from childhood that something is wrong with us, with the world, and with everything that comes along. It's not perfect. It has rough edges. It has a bitter taste. It's too loud, too soft, too sharp, too wishy-washy. We cultivate a sense of trying to make things better because something is bad here. Something is a mistake here. Something is a problem here. The main point of the Buddhist teachings is to dissolve the dualistic struggle, our habitual tendency to struggle against what's happening to us or in us. These teachings instruct us to move toward difficulties rather than backing away. We don't get this kind of encouragement very often. Everything that occurs is not only usable and workable, but is actually the path itself. We can use everything that happens to us as the means for waking up. We can use everything that occurs, whether it's our conflicting emotions or thoughts or our seemingly outer situation, to show us where we are asleep and how we can wake up completely, utterly, without reservations. Move toward difficulty. So I thought that might be able to apply within our financial viewpoint as well. So that was our idea on finding help. And then the third part was hold on. So I have this song that I've been thinking of. It's by Bishop Briggs. It's called We Hold On. It's kind of a really cool song. I love the just down to earth, solid feeling of that song. Um, That's the way I feel it. Um, Some of the just some of the lines from the word is the truth of it all 
we rise and we fall, we hold on, we hold on. I want to sing it. The truth of it all, we rise and we fall, we hold on, we hold on. Not nearly as good as she does it, but that's my try anyway. Um, it just feels so heartfelt to me. And I know that wherever you are in your situation, it could be that you might just be holding on, hanging on, and we hold on to each other. It's interesting. When I looked up that song, I thought it was called Hold On. And I found like four or five different artists who wrote songs called Hold On. The one I was thinking of is called We Hold On. But interesting that Hold On is the title of songs by Wilson Phillips, Santana, Cord Overstreet, Colbick Calate. You know, it's interesting. So I guess I want to try to still be positive, even though in this part of the book on dispassion, Rama is sort of just giving us a breakdown of how we can get down to the bare bones of the rawness of, I don't know, the dispassion. This is on dispassion. So in thinking about these songs, hold on is the message and or in the Bishop Briggs song, we hold on. The truth of it all, we rise and we fall, we hold on, we hold on. So even though in this part of the book, we're talking about dispassion and what is dispassion? It's basically the opposite of passion. When you have a passion for something, you have the fire, you have that willingness, you have that eagerness to follow something, to go, to do. But we get to this place sometimes where we're just like, why bother? You know, we just, there's no passion. It's absence of passion. And I think, you know, we don't really want to be there. We want to be in a place where we're living life, where we're connecting to things in our world. And we want to use the tools that we can to help us get there. So those are my thoughts on this section of the book. Just a couple thoughts on our relationship to money, our relationship to wealth. Either we don't have enough or we have plenty. Whatever the process may be, we just want to try to find peace. We're all in different phases and stages of our connection to it. It's either a lack or it is prosperity. And then there are other things that go along with that. At the root of it all, what we want to find is where we can be happy and we can be healthy. We can have a healthy relationship with our money. We can have a healthy relationship with our friends and our family around it. And we can just overall be happier in general. So those are my thoughts on this section, Wealth Deludes. And I hope some of these thoughts can be helpful in your process. Have a great day. Look forward to seeing you the next time. Take care. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of As You Wish. For more resources, go to my website, www.taylorfitwellness.com, and I hope you will find some helpful, useful things there to help you on your journey. Take care. Bye.